Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to Lift It Listens. Welcome to the third ever episode. Super stoked to be here, as always. I feel like the more that I do this, the more I like get excited, like the more excited I get every time. But damn, I will say I was on the struggle bus trying to set everything up today. I don't know why I was having so many technical difficulties, but here we are. We made it. Lighting is I'm struggling with it a little bit. If you're watching me on YouTube, because we have some overcast actions, so like the sun's peeping in and out of clouds. It's like dark, but then now it's just deciding to be bright. So the lighting's going to be interesting on this on this web uh, series. Also, another relevant detail, but my my hair is up right now. If you're listening to me, and I only have my little like framing pieces out, but I need to get the haircut so badly. Like my framing pieces are literally past my collarbone. Like this is like longer than a bob. So thankfully I'm getting a haircut today. So like everyone, don't worry, (laughs) but geez, it's rough out here. But okay, so welcome back. Warm welcome. I feel sporadic right now for whatever reason, but welcome. So let's start off with, of course, my I honestly don't kill me, but I have two things that I'm grateful for. Honestly, is anyone surprised? I'm always like in my YouTube videos, I'm like, oh, okay, let's do like five things of gratitude and five things of affirmation. And I'll list like five things as my one bullet point of gra- like gratitude. But regardless, I just really am resonating with two things today. So above anything, I hope me sharing what I'm grateful for today will help you think about what you're grateful for today, what you're really resonating with. Um, so the first thing that I feel super grateful for is inner peace. I was journaling about this this morning. I felt a little bit funk sauce, a little funky when I woke up today. And this is honestly something I've realized. I guess I've realized the reason why more clearly as I've gotten older and have had time to like reflect on my childhood, heal from my childhood and create space for me to like come into the person that I want to be like away from my family. Essentially what I'm grateful for is inner peace. And I really do love being alone and feeling at peace. And it's something that's like so special to me. And I'm like so thankful for it. Like every, I just, it just really speaks volumes to me. And I've realized that it's really is because of not to get like deep, but you know, we're all about rawness and being real. I growing up, my family was definitely more toxic than your average Joe family. Um, so I think that like growing up, I just since becoming older, I've realized that that is really why I love being alone so much in that feeling of peace. Because growing up, I that was like my safe space was when I was alone because like being with my family always made me feel really chaotic, a lot of anxiety turmoil that sort of thing so I don't know why I feel the need to go off on that side rail but maybe some of you guys can relate to that whole upbringing situation so I just really feel eternally grateful for inner peace above anything and having that space safe space within myself to think my own thoughts to feel what I want to feel and just have that peace and quiet within myself and the second thing that I felt super grateful for this morning I actually was doing a guided throat chakra meditation Um, Because like I said, I kind of woke up feeling a little bit weird and I just felt like that throat 
chakra meditation would help me like show up well for you guys today. And it really hit me because I actually always overlook this and I don't know how I haven't thought about this, but I'm so thankful for my voice. I'm so thankful for my ability to speak. Like having that ability to express yourself, like that is so freeing like the freedom of self-expression like I don't know it like hit me this morning when I was journaling I was writing down what I was grateful for and I was like wait what like I don't not like I have no clue how I kept overlooking that but like I thought like if I didn't have the ability to express myself through word like I I don't even imagine how restricted you'd feel I don't so Anyway, I know there's other variations to speak, but I just mean like having my actual voice and being able to express myself. I'm saying I know there's other ways to communicate, excuse me, but just still having the privilege of like having a voice to be able to speak and be heard is like absolutely incredible to me. I don't know how I didn't like think about that more thoroughly previously. So diving into today's episode, um, this one is all about honestly the first big lesson honestly that I learned by myself on my own like as I started to go through my own hardships in life and this was something like I was 17 when I first like the light bulb moment hit me about this concept and honestly since then like I think about it like constantly I bring it with me every day and it has completely transformed my life and how I handle adversity and how I look you know at hardship and things like that so today we're going to be talking all about the beauty, the power, the freedom of acceptance. And I think it sounds so simple, right? It's just a word, but it honestly holds so much meaning and power. And like I said, freedom behind it because it sets you free from so much like inner tension. And I think we just constantly always try to resist things in life that we don't agree with or things that we don't want in that moment when in the grand scheme, it may be just exactly what we need on this, you know, human nature of evolution and growth. A lot of times when we do this, right, when we have resistance, when we have like this resentment towards what's going on, when we play victim or any of that stuff, like it genuinely does nothing except for put up a wall between what's going on and it only delays the healing and finding the solution to be able to move forward. Like that's how I see it now. Like when I find myself not accepting a situation and I'm still feeling like so upset and questioning why it's happening and all this sort of stuff, like it genuinely does nothing to help the situation. It only delays you from moving forward and it only keeps you stuck in that same situation because you give life to what you give energy to. So if you're constantly in this resistance energy or you know you're just feeling a lot of resentment to a situation that is just pent up conflicting energy and you're feeding that you're just marinating that you're sitting in that you're marinating in this problem that you have instead of accepting it and then moving through it and being able to move forward so I picture like acceptance as like the key to get you out of the handcuffs to like free you from the jail cell and allow you to actually move forward that's how I picture like when you're in this state of like resistance and all that stuff and like pent up resentful energy it's like I just picture myself in shackles where like once I accept a situation I picture myself just like leaning into it and surrendering to what is to then be able to 
move forward like I said and the thing is with like surrendering I feel like so many people think that surrendering means you just like lay back and do absolutely nothing and just like fall completely victim to whatever is happening or like submiss to the situation when that's truly could not be more incorrect like surrendering is not doing nothing it's about just ridding yourself of all the resistance to what the situation is accepting what is to then create the space to find clarity to move forward and come to a solution like that's what surrendering is and in order to surrender you need to accept the present moment and what you're currently in again I don't know how to like I can't amplify this enough but like I just don't understand my always thing it's like there's situations where you just can't do anything about it and it's like what else is there left to do other than accept the situation like like that's just how I feel sometimes like I'm like there's genuinely no other logical next step unless you want to just sit here in your lower vibrational frequency and play victim it's like what else is there left to do that has some sort of positive effect or help gaining momentum other than just simply accepting what is that's what my grandma always used to say she would always say well what else are you gonna do hun like she would always just say that and it wasn't even like anything profound she just would always say that if like someone was complaining about something or like upset she just always would say like well what else are you gonna do hun and like again she didn't even mean it in a profound way but I always hear that in my head when it's kind of like what else is there left to do other than be positive put one foot in front of the other accept what is and do your best to find the solution to move forward now I'm going to give you a few examples of when I put this into effect if you will or like examples of how I guess I've gone about this first example which I feel weird that I keep referring to my first high school boyfriend like I promise I'm over it, (laughs) but the reason I bring it up is just because, like I said, that was my first, like, hardship that I had to work through on my own without, you know, like, family or, like, going through, like, a group struggle. Like, this was a struggle that only I was dealing with because I was the only one in the position, my same exact situation. So, I'm just saying I learned a ton and grew that was like my first spurt of growth emotionally and mentally so I find myself even now um, taking with me lessons from that point in time so my first boyfriend I was 17 years old senior in high school we had been dating for a year this was now my senior year when we broke up Um, he had cheated on me whole nine yards whole situation at that point in time you have to remember first love he was my first kiss he was like first everything and I I'm like a hopeless romantic I still am I'm very emotional everyone always asks my zodiac sign I'm a cancer okay just just to put that out there because everyone and their brother always asks me I am a water sign I'm a cancer my rising and moon sign are both Sagittarius which I feel like that combo really does fit me but regardless circling back so I was very innocent I feel like I'm like naive and innocent now still but like then I was like what is betrayal what is hardship what is deceit like I had no clue so when I found out that my boyfriend had cheated on me when again your first love is like your first love like I thought I was gonna like die for that boy I was like couldn't fathom I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that someone who I had loved so much and so I don't even know what the word is so like it was only him he was the only person I saw like only like only one just only one in my eyes in my head in my radar and to think that he was like with other girls thinking about other girls that whole thing like that like blew my mind and was so challenging for me to wrap my head around someone just straight up 
lying, going behind your back, deceit, betrayal. I just was like, what? Like who? who? I, I didn't even know it was like humanly possible. That's how off my rocker was by it. And that was like my first, I remember, like, I still remember the day that I found out, or I don't think it, maybe it wasn't the actual day, but I, I still remember like that was the first time where I just couldn't, I was so sad. I couldn't even go to sleep. Like, it's one thing, like, of course, like I was so beside myself, I couldn't eat anything, but I remember like one night, like I literally just, I couldn't eat. I remember I was crying and crying and crying. I feel like this is a sadder episode. I promise it's turning around, but and I remember like that I was watching the sun come up and I was still just crying. Like I was so sad. I couldn't even go to sleep. Like I had never been that mentally disturbed in my life. I know that was like very long winded and like very detailed and like kind of heavy. But I just say that because that's how like far away I was from understanding and from accepting the situation that I had that I was in at that point like I was so disconnected from trying to understand it to accept it to digest it I just was like I couldn't even wrap my head around it it was the hardest thing for me to make sense of and decipher in my 17 year old head and that was something that really hit me where it got to the point where just every day because you know when of course your first boyfriend you get cheated on you're like please say it ain't so that's what my friend Joanne always says say it ain't so like you just want someone to tell you you're lying like I they're lying like I remember waking up in the mornings and I just would like it was I when I tell you it was my first thought like it was my first thought like I remember waking up and just being like we'll call him Adam his name's not Adam but I like that name I remember waking up and always saying like Adam cheated on me. Adam cheated on me. Like I would say it in the morning because I just like couldn't believe the reality I was in. And I thought that it was just like a dream. I was living in a nightmare. It just really hit me at a point in time where I was like, he can't take back his actions no matter how much he apologizes. She can't take back his actions or her actions no matter how much they apologize or whatever they say. My dad can't take it away. My friends can't take it away. I can't take it away. No matter how badly we want to change the situation or what is we can't like what's done is done. And as heartbreaking as that was for me to accept, even now I'm like started. I, I always, when I talk about this stuff, I just think about how low I was at that point in time and how much I grew, but like, sorry guys, I wasn't expecting this, but I just remember like how heartbreaking that was of a concept for me to accept that. Like, cause you know, when you're growing up, you're always like, Oh my dad could fix this or you know like you always like I feel like there's always someone that comes in to saves the day and makes it all better and like that was the first time in my life where I was like no one's coming like no one can change this for me no one can take something back like this is the reality and what's done is done and no one no one can change that you know no matter how badly I want to like no matter who I asked and just the only thing left to do when I was like so helpless and so like I just couldn't believe it. I was like live the only thing left to do at this point is to accept what happened. Because there's n you have genuinely no other option. If you want some sake of peace and contentment and healing going forward. You gotta accept what happened and you gotta move forward. Because like I said it's not changing. So that was honestly the very first time where I understood where it was like at the end of the day, you want to change things you can't control. You want to fix what happened. You want to go back and change an action and you just can't. And 
you just got to accept it and move forward. So that was the first time where I just kept telling myself acceptance, 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 acceptance. When I would find myself thinking about it, it was honestly a mantra, but I just didn't even know it at the time. I just tell myself acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. And so that's just one example of how powerful the notion of acceptance is and how like when you feel the most helpless, like that's the one thing that's to me, it's kind of like the, the extending hand for you to grab onto when you're feeling so helpless in a situation and you want to change it and all this stuff like you just you got to reach for that hand and you just got to accept it and you got to keep turning the wheels like that's just all that's left to do. And another example that I'm thinking of that was recent that isn't as heavy but like when I broke my wrist right and so many people were like what are you going to do? How are you going to cope with this? Like what are you going to do with you know losing progress? What are you going to do like in the gym? And it kind of like ever since the moment it happened and I realized like that was the first thing I said after I fell, I just grabbed my wrist and said, I think I broke my wrist. I genuinely, I didn't burst out in tears. I wasn't upset. I wasn't angry. Like in that moment, again, this was me, what, five years after me first learning this lesson when I was 17, when my boyfriend cheated on me. So I've had so much time to grow and genuinely put this into practice and live it and embody it and act on it. But so that was just another example, like when I fell and as soon as I realized like my wrist was not normal, whether I broke it or sprained it or whatever, like I'm going to be out for a minute. I, <laughs> it was very apparent to me. And I just knew like what else, just like I said previously, what else was there left for me to do other than just simply accept the situation? If I were to feel angry, if I were to feel worry about, you know, losing progress or how I'm going to move forward or worry about the surgery or, you know, get anxiety about not being able to do X, Y, Z, like how would that help me? How? And like, that's all going into the victim mindset. Like for sure, you can go sit in that if you want to, but just know you're accepting a lower level of frequency and you're the one shooting yourself in the foot and you're the one that's not allowing yourself to move forward and I know like again might be a little bit harsh but sometimes this is coach live fit coming out but still it's like you need to have that like inner warrior in you like that inner fighter in you where it's like I'm fighting for me for my quality of life and like I think that comes from that whole victim space like again sure you you could have resistance to the situation you know I could have been like this sucks I can't believe I'm going to be out of the gym what am I going to do how am I going to continue with live fit like my job is to work out xyz and that would be me like falling victim and not fighting for myself and fighting for me to keep pushing forward in life that's how I see it so me like just accepting the situation again like I said what else was there left for me to do if I wanted to move forward and keep fighting for what I wanted out of life and how I wanted to approach life and just be a strong individual I needed to accept what happened fall at peace to it surrender and let myself create the space to find clarity to find the solution to find the calm headspace to move forward and understand I'm gonna get through it and the thing with surrendering and accepting a situation is just the same thing like the same concept as like you need to swallow a pill if you want to feel the effects and the benefits right like in order to feel the effects of that medicine of that pill you gotta swallow it it's like the same like metaphorically you got to accept it and then you're going to feel those benefits to be able to move forward where if you were like you know I'm so sick but I don't want to take medicine or whatever I'm not being an advocate for medicine I'm just using this as a you know example or metaphor but it's like the same thing like if you wanted to you know you could either be sitting in your sickness and say like 
you know, I'm just going to play victim and complain about how everything's hurting, but I'm not going to do anything to fix it or even just accept the situation. I'm just going to be marinating in my resistance to feeling sick. It's like once you accept that pill, once you swallow the pill, that medicine, once you accept the situation you're in, then you can feel those benefits that the medicine would be giving you to move forward, to be healthier, to heal, etc. It's the same exact freaking concept. And another thing that helps me with truly fully accepting a situation is this concept that I'm about to explain. And it may throw some people for a loop because they're going to be like, huh? Like, no, I'm pretty sure that, you know, if I were to get a flat tire, that would suck. But it honestly is very, it's very thought provoking if you hear me out. So genuinely nothing is either good or bad. Like it just is. That's the only truth. The only reason why something is technically either good or bad is because we're the ones based on our subconscious beliefs and opinions that categorize these events, these things, these occurrences as either good or bad. But the catcher, the kicker is that I just combined both of those. The catch or the kicker is that from different perspectives, the same exact instance can be good and bad simultaneously. Just from looking at it from different perspectives, from different lenses, with different opinions and subconscious beliefs. So like, for example, back to that flat tire situation, someone who is like in a rush, who is trying to go catch a flight, who gets a flat tire could be like, wow, this absolutely sucks right now. Like that was a bad situation. Someone who was, this is an awful example, but someone who was kidnapped, don't know why this is getting into my head, but someone who's kidnapped gets a flat tire, that would be their freaking saving grace, right? Because it would stop the person from escaping with them. Whatever the case may be, that was kind of a bad example, but like get what I'm trying to say. In certain instances, things are good, but in another instance, it's technically bad because everything is subjective, right? So it's kind of like when we feel down about a situation or feel like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Like I'm just sitting in my resistance to the situation that's going on. You're like, how can I accept this? Like I don't want to do X, Y, Z. Like this just sucks and there's nothing good that someone could say about it. That's just what I always think about. I'm like, actually everything is neutral. Events are neutral. People are neutral. Occurrences are neutral. I'm the one giving life and labeling something as good or bad. And once I kind of realized that, like it gave me so much more power to see how I want to approach a situation and look at a situation and helped me, you know, embody and put into effect that acceptance because I knew that nothing could ever be like truly actually bad. And it gave me the leverage and the freedom and the insight to be able to look at that situation I was experiencing from so many different perspectives and see both the favorable aspects of that situation and the not so favorable aspects in that situation. But I will say, and what I can promise you is that every single solitary thing is happening for your highest good may not be something that's in presently like enjoyable in this moment, but I can promise you it is for your highest good in the long term over the long haul throughout your evolution as a human being that's the thing like circling back to what I said previously where it's like we constantly resist things that we feel like we don't always want in the moment but sometimes they're exactly what we need that's exactly what I mean something that may be hard now may be unfavorable now may seem like a struggle now is all for your growth as an individual and it is going to help you expand and evolve as a human right now and also help you become prepared and level up as an individual to take on another experience in the future that you may deem as favorable then. But above all, it's always something to teach you something, to give you a lesson, to help you 
in the future level up as a human to be ready for a different circumstance that's coming into your life like everything is seamlessly happening and sometimes it takes you like zooming out your perspective and know that it may not be that you want this occurrence right now but it's setting you up for something else to come in with this newfound knowledge that you've gained from this experience and you're experiencing it for the purpose of your higher good and I also always think that if I'm like in a crappy situation like for example when I broke my wrist I always think like maybe I'm going through this right now maybe not for anything directly for me to benefit from I'm just saying even at the bare minimum if even I'm not taking anything away from the situation what if maybe just maybe like in the (laughs) the doctors use the Grinch before Christmas maybe just maybe I don't know why but that's from the movie anyway um that I am going through this Simply just for the fact to be of relation to someone else in the future and help them with the experience that I went through. Like at the very least, if you're going through a crappy situation, you're like, I can't think of a single lesson right now. This just freaking sucks. Well, you know what? You might be going through that. And the takeaway from the situation is for you to now be in a more evolved standpoint to be of relation to someone else that you encounter in the future who needs someone there for them, who needs empathy to and sympathy to help them get through a situation because they may not be as strong or as evolved in you emotionally to take on what you're going through now alone. And they may need someone to lean on, someone to talk to, to bring them comfort, someone to understand what they're going through, someone to be in their shoes. And you may be that person from them. So I always think about that. Like when I'm in a crappy situation, I'm like, well, you know what? At the very least, maybe I'm going through this so that I can be of relation to someone in the future and give them a shoulder to lean on and someone to relate to it as an escape so just everything is working for a bigger picture that we may not always be aware of in our you know finite human perspective on this small scale but at the very least we can hold space for it so conclusively above anything with this episode I just want you guys to take with you the concept of letting yourself just fall to surrender and be at peace with the situations that you're in and then if you're really the next the first step that one can take to get out of a hard situation or a place that they don't want to be in is to firstly simply just accept this that you're in that situation once you do that you open up so much space to move forward, to have the clarity to move forward, to find a solution, to get rid of that inner resistance, those nerves, that anxiety that only builds up more tension and resistance to what is and only clouds your rationale and how you show up energetically to find a solution. But I'm telling you, once you surrender, sit back and accept the situation that you're in, the action plan to find a solution is going to come to you so much easier because you'll be more so in a flow state. You'll be more centered. You'll be more grounded. Those resistant based emotions of fear, anxiety, worry, all those, all of those are simply just blockers. They don't facilitate. They're not a catalyst. They don't help anything. They're just blockers. So once you accept, you you pull the plug from those blockers. You sweep the runway away from all of those blockers, all of those obstacles, and you just find clarity in the path forward. And you're able to approach it from a more loving heart space, from a more peaceful heart space, from a more balanced, grounded heart space. And that's where all good things lie. The affirmation that I want to leave you guys with for you guys to step into this week and remind you guys of, and I want you guys again, say these affirmations out loud, same when a mirror, they're so empowering. So when you find yourself a little bit tight this coming week, okay, you're a little bit tense, tell yourself 
I rid myself of resistance and accept what is. I rid myself of resistance and accept what is. I love you guys so much. I hope you were able to take away something from this episode. Thank you for giving me the ear to talk to about all these things. I feel so heard on this platform and I absolutely love it. So I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you, of course, for watching and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.